Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And we are back at it again. You know, having our conversations with you weekly. So, Shanae, what is our media for the week? So, um, quite a bit since I didn't do any last year, but I'll keep it brief. Okay. So, I'll start off with... Um, Kevin Hart's wife and his ex-wife mm-hmm. had some words exchanged. Oh, Lord. She did a throwback, kind of saying, you know, this is when it started, 2009. And a fan pointed out that in 2009, him and his wife were married. Oh, Lord. And they were legally separated to 2010 and wasn't divorced until 2011. Jesus. So a fan brought that up. Mm-hmm. And then so Aniko was kind of like, she's made comments and I don't know if I remember, I don't know if I had the comments, but just along the lines of, you know, I wasn't a mistress. There were other women, but I wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. They weren't together when we started dating, yada, yada, yada. Um, but they weren't legally separated. <laughs> and just kind of calling her out and kind of saying that the wife knew what it was. Da, mm-hmm. da, da. So his ex-wife speaks out. Tori, right? Tori. Yeah. And she was very classy and just was like, I like Tori. Not quite sure why this is even coming up. Yeah. We already, we have a good relationship. My main concern is my children. Right. I don't, I don't want you to say, she was basically saying what Aniko saying of the fact of like, she knew what it was and yada, yada, yada. She's like, that contradicts what I've told my children and stuff like that. She's mm-hmm. like, and I won't be painted a liar and the focus should just be being successful co-parents. So just to drop it. Right. So I thought that was a very classy yeah, way to end I it. like her so much. Um, but at the end of the day, let's say you guys started canoodling mm-hmm. when, because the timeline don't lie. Right. So y'all were canoodling before he was divorced. Right. Point That's blank and right. It is what it is. Right. And to me, don't respond. You mm-hmm. already think you're a mistress. And for people who think you're a mistress, you're not going to change their mind. Right. So my thing is, you put your little throwback post, great. When someone responds, mm, that seems funny, ignore it. Right, because I'm sure you get a thousand comments anyway. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> sure, and I'm, honestly, and whoever this fan is, not the first time someone pointed that out. Right, right. So that's why I thought it was weird because they do seem to get along. Mm-hmm. They do seem to have, you know, a decent co-parenting strategy, mm-hmm. at least from, from our perspective. Yeah. And it seemed like that is true from what Tori says, because she even felt like, why are you, like, bringing this up? Why mm-hmm. are you making these comments? Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting, and I just felt like, maybe she's pregnant, and it's just, <laughs> it's just her, like, hormones. Going a little You know, off. so then someone said a comment, she's hormonal, she's like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> and she spoke back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think maybe that could be it. <laughs> anyway, next one is, I'm sorry, I pulled up a recipe instead of, <laughs> so, my next one is, um, the, uh, what's his face? I'm sorry, I'm trying to find his name. Bennett, Bennett, his name is Bennett. He's a football player, the white guy. Michael Bennett. Oh. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> Michael Bennett sat, uh, well, they prayed mm-hmm. during the national anthem, and he did it to support 
African Americans and support mm-hmm. you know what's going on in this country that work need to be done. And, right. Um, I wanted to talk. I brought this up because while he got a lot of praise, mm-hmm. you know, he invited to the cookout. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of backlash, mm-hmm. and a lot of the backlash was like, you know, um, you're only doing this because you're married to a black woman, or I've read stuff like that. And stuff like you don't really care, and da da da. And I made me go. We never satisfied, bro. Well, honestly, it just made me go. We get upset when a white person or people of status don't support it. Right. So you have someone who is a white player mm-hmm. who is saying he gets it. Right. He gets it even more because he knows his children mm-hmm. will be their way. Right. He's trying to stand. You can even see in the video. He was trying to say his words. The, you know, he could tell he was thinking about what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, so what is the proper conditions for us to say, thank you, white person, for being a supporter? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean that with no shade because I feel like it doesn't matter. The way, if the white person speaks out against, they didn't say it right, mm-hmm. they didn't do it right, mm-hmm. but we're upset when people don't. So my right. thought is, when do we say thank you? Right. Because you're trying. Right. And I think... I, I, I guess... So I kind of was annoyed. Because I was like... Yeah, me too. That's you know annoying. what? Maybe he is impacted more because he has a black wife. Mm-hmm. But you know how many white people who know it's wrong but will be silent just because they don't want their money affected? There's plenty of people in the NFL that thinks what is going on in this country is wrong. But they're not going to say where because they don't want their coin affected. Sure, it's black people that don't. There's <laughs> black people who know stuff is wrong. Right. And don't say nothing. Who have... A, a large platform and because they don't want their coin effect right and it's like you don't slam them either so right. i just don't understand when someone tries to speak out and say you know what this is wrong i am trying mm-hmm. because this coin could be affected right why are we hating why not say thanks right because like like you said before i appreciate it because it's like sometimes people don't realize like okay this is a serious issue until we have everybody including others on the united front and so it's like i appreciate him doing that because there are so many others that won't so i feel like but then i feel like sometimes like you said people just gonna find anything to complain about they're gonna find anything wrong with the situation just to be like oh no he white he can't sit with us no he's trying to help us he's 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 supporting us that's what i'm saying so it's like when are we you know we want everyone's support so when when is it the right condition right for us to be like good job thanks right. I felt like that's awesome I didn't mm-hmm. take it as anything maybe he is more impacted because he have a black wife whatever mm. he's speaking out yeah and that's all that matters because there are plenty of people including black people yeah plenty of black celebrities on the yeah. platform. you don't hear them say a word right about nothing shaky or you even hear them speaking down on people that do say a word about mm-hmm. you like you know like so y'all y'all need to stop bashing these people that be trying to support and help us right so or just don't say nothing at all shut your mouth i agree i don't i don't get why people do all that comment stuff anyway then that brings up the um protest that was yesterday yes for the nfl headquarters mm-hmm. it was nice to see that i support it as well mm-hmm. i have not watched anything mm-hmm. um and i won't right because i don't think it's right mm-hmm. especially now that players are continuing to sit during it so it's like now you have mad now players. you have a lot of people not drunk, like masses but, but at least people yeah so at least a like, handful all these people going on sign next year or i mean because if you're gonna you're setting this precedent with him with colin you about to unsign, you know, y'all not going to sign all these and people. And that's why I think these people won't get unsigned because then it'll be too obvious of what led 
for um to Colin not being picked up. Well, it's a shame he should have been picked up. I I just I think I, I truly think that one team somebody gonna get hurt and he gonna get picked up. I think that's what. Well, maybe that's what I hope will happen. I think it's a shame. Meanwhile, Colin is still giving to many organizations, and he's still, still doing his work, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. And so that's why and some people is are he saying. Single? I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, that's why some people are saying that at this point, he might not even want to play anymore. He might be over it, which may be very true, but, like, he hasn't said that. But it could be true. He could be like, yo, I'm done with this. I'm about to just, you know, go do what he feels like his mission is at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so want to give an update on the Usher story. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot about, you know, he's doing counter story. Counter. Yeah. Claims. claims and it's not true so the seniors camp is calling out one of the lawsuits mm-hmm. saying it says nothing about whether or not she had been tested prior to their alleged sexual relationship mm-hmm. um, the legal document states a previous sexual partner very well may have affected her they also claim that she put her own life at risk by having casual unprotected sex intercourse or oral sex mm-hmm. so the interesting thing that they pointed out with this is like he never said he don't have it he <laughs> right he's still just said saying that. with this person because it's not i haven't i haven't heard anything confirmed that the, he is counter suing what i mm-hmm. heard from his camp is that with this one in particular he wants thrown out right so i guess more information will obviously come out mm-hmm. but um that's a mess it is, but I feel like it's starting to finally die down and get quiet. I think so eventually. So I think everything will be resolved, and then like potentially, whenever everything is resolved, be like, oh, this person got this much. That might come out, but I think people are stopping, like starting to not pay attention to it as much. Okay, so in some like cute little short happy news, mm-hmm. um, Mac is coming out with a lipstick for Aaliyah. And I know that people have been, like, wanting that for years. Mm -hmm. So I think it's awesome that they're doing an Aaliyah collection um, for um, summer 2018. So next year, she will have That is going to be sold out on pre-order. You know it will be. (laughs) Because I've heard people, like, just like with Selena, that was for years. Mm -hmm. And then when they finally did it, they was, like, around the block selling her line. And it will be the same for Aaliyah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Next... Um, sorry. Girls Trip. Yes. It has, it passed the $100 million mark in yeah. the box office. Okay. Making it the first comedy to do so this year. Oh, nice. I mean, and it's the end of August. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's the first one where the film is written and produced and directed by black folk. Yeah. So, hey. Nice. Go there. Salute. <laughs> um... There's some stuff about R. Kelly, but you know what? I don't feel like talking about him. You know what? Just more people coming out with stuff. Right. Okay? So, that's all I have to say. More people just saying he touched them. This lady just was like, she she was paid to be quiet. And now... And now she not being quiet. Now she just, you know, Ugh. it's heavy on her heart. I.e. the checks have ran out. But that's my opinion. Um, they say next year's Super Bowl is rumored to be... Justin Timberlake and Jay Z. I'm not upset by that. Okay, that's cool. I'm not upset by that. Me either. I wonder will they collaborate to do new music? Cause all we got right now is Suit and Tie. Right. Not saying I couldn't hear that a little bit, but <laughs> I 
I need something else. Yes. Hmm, that'll okay. be interesting. Okay. So, that's all I got. Oh, one more thing. This isn't a good thing, but a long time ago, Johnson Johnson were sued because of a mm-hmm. lady died of like her ovarian, ovarian cancer. Oh, mm-hmm. So, they're ordered to pay the $417 million, but now it's become like um, a lot of people are making claims. Mm. So, it could potentially become bigger. Wow. So, I was saying to say that just got to be careful about what you're using. Mm-hmm. I, myself... Have made the transition to to use like natural organic products. Yeah. I switched my deodorant. Yeah. I switched my face wash, my soap. Yeah. And it takes a process because you have to figure out what products work for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm still transitioning on a few things. Right. But I feel like it's worth to look into, um, because in this case, this was baby powder, and she was using it. You know how old people used to put in their drawers? They still do. Um, <laughs> My mom would do that still. You know, keep it dry down there. <laughs> right. That, that was part everywhere. of the cause of her ovarian cancer. So mm-hmm. it's just, you got to be concerned about, obviously, what you're eating. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit up here. Right. You know, I, I can't talk about that right now. But also, <laughs> we getting there. <laughs> also, you know, what you're putting on your body. Yeah. Topical stuff like that. Yeah. You should just be aware. That's all I brought that up. Yeah, for. and like, I started to learn about that. You know, remember I did a um a whole research paper on like dyes and clothing and how that affects our clothing. And it's like, like you said, because our skin has so many pores that it just takes stuff into our body. So not only what we intentionally put into our body affects it, but what you're intentionally wearing, what you putting on it as far as like cosmetics all of that can really affect your health so uh it'll be interesting to see how that case turns out and if it leads to well they're obviously johnson johnson is trying to fight it mm-hmm. but it don't i mean it's not looking good <laughs> from what i read i think they'll be paying something mm-hmm. as for that amount who knows right but they'll be paying something right hmm. and to me sometimes with scandals like this you better off paying it than fighting it too long. And they get bigger and bigger you know and more I mean? people join in. That's and... what I'm saying. You better off just paying it now. Mm-hmm. That's not right. But the company, and let's be clear, you guys have the money. Oh, yeah. They got okay? it. Johnson Johnson. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to hurt. <laughs> owns quite a bit of stuff we use. Right. And the thing is something I've learned from my job that people need to realize is that you know, the companies are usually by one company. Oh, yeah. They all they connected. Johnson & Johnson, P&G. So, you don't know. Because, like, for example, the Glad trash bags. Mm-hmm. Clorox owns them. Yep. Clorox owns Masterpiece barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff where you be like, what? And they even Burt's stuff Bees is owned by, um, shucks, I just learned this at work. My job deals with these companies. Yeah. Burt's Bees got bought out, I think, by Clorox as well. Mm-hmm. And so you think, oh, Burt's Bees, they... they you think it's healthy, it's organic. It's more healthier. And they may do healthier ingredients, but don't yeah. get it twisted. They're owned by Clorox. Yeah. That's all I'm and saying. And they even own, like, uh, companies that compete against each other because they're in the same, mm-hmm. you know, kind of line. So it's like... Like you said, don't be fooled because at the end of the day, they all They're here all for the corn. It's pretty much just like Johnson Johnson, Perigo, mm-hmm. Procter and Gamble, Procter and Gamble, mm-hmm. and GSK. Yep. They own a lot. Yep. Of products, and all they do is they make products to target certain audiences. So, for example, like Burt's Bees, they know it's an audience that they have that likes organic ish. 
So they're going to make something target towards them. But they still got other chips. Like, you know what I mean? So they just making stuff because they know they got an audience that's going to buy it. They don't really actually care about True. us being healthy. Yeah, and they yeah they bought Burt's Bees, so mm-hmm. they'll buy the company, keep the brand name, so you don't even know that right. the original owner isn't the owner anymore. Right, because Carol's daughter got feeding, bought. Uh, that, you're just feeding the big machine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's a little fun fact. <laughs> so, our question of the week was, what's your favorite phrase to use in a professional clapback? So... Um, underscore season 26, and we got a lot of answers, um, said, email, greetings, translation, prepare to be slayed. <laughs> or in another email, <clears throat> as stated in the attached screenshot of our previous correspondence. I use that all the time. <laughs> translation, I said what I said. Um, and then they said, for another um, clapback would be, I look forward to hearing from you soon. Translation, hurry up. I use that as well. <laughs> I use I look forward to hearing from you soon, but I don't be thinking it means her yet to me. I really just be like, I, I don't know how to end my email. No, I mean, <laughs> depending on how you use it, that's definitely passive-aggressive shade. Mm-hmm. You're pretty good at that, though. And when I'm doing it intentionally, but, like, I literally be saying at the end of my emails, look forward to hearing from you soon. When I'm, like, after an interview or something like that, I'll say that. And I literally... Or interview is different. <laughs> We're talking about inner-office relationships. <laughs> you work with these people all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. <laughs> um, the Pink Panda said, let me tell you what's going to happen moving forward. That's a not really... <laughs> that was a direct to me. <laughs> I read that and thought, is that professional? <laughs> I'm not sure I would feel comfortable saying that. Me either. But if you can, <laughs> respect. Right. I don't think I would ever type that. I might say that. Right, but I wouldn't type it. I ain't going to type it, though. <laughs> e underscore bun underscore knee, as in Ebony, uh, said, I'm sending this email to advise, or this email is to bring to your attention and then she would attach everyone on the email that has rank or seniority or pool. Um, and then that translates to, let me tell you and everyone that actually makes decisions something right here. <laughs> um, Discover Chantel said, I apologize if you were misinformed. The initial point was, and um, she had another clapback that says, but as we move this forward... And then her final one was respectfully in an insert. That's an amazing one. I do that a lot. Like, <laughs> you got to make them look stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry you were confused. <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> right. Since you want to act that way. <laughs> That's also something to do mm-hmm. in meetings mm-hmm. when someone's... Because let me tell you, we could do a whole show about office... <laughs> Petty tactics, because I have many. Mm-hmm. That's what you do in a meeting. When somebody's in your business at work, mm-hmm. call them out at the meeting and say, oh, you know what, Cindy, you had so many questions about projects X, Y, and Z. Maybe you can share them with your group and others can help. And then I'll be like, oh, no, I just, oh, I'm, and they'll be like, oh, no, I was just wondering, oh, okay, I thought you had questions or you needed help with something. <laughs> and that's like a great way to shut them down in public. I know, but sometimes what I've witnessed in meetings is like, mm-hmm. oh, that seems like an offline conversation. Basically saying, <laughs> oh, that has nothing to do with meeting right now. I hit that all <laughs> the time in meetings. That's where my go-to line Like, I don't care if it has nothing to do with me. I'm like, that seems like an offline conversation. We're only here until 11. Can we focus on the agenda? I'll say that 
I don't even care. I don't care how my tone comes off. And they be like, oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you. J underscore said, thanking you in advance. Um, or I thank you for your immediate attention to this matter. Africa Wilkins said in an email, she would say, failure to adhere to the conditions of your binding contract will result in the immediate termination of your appointment. Or did you send it in the email translation, provide me with the documentation or join the unemployment line slash receipts, receipts, receipts. I wonder what she does for a living. <laughs> right. It sounds like she, she can fire people. <laughs> Um, Barcelos knows said, could I see your sources, please? AKA, I call your BS. Reese P said, as per my previous email, which means, can you read? I do that as well, but I also <laughs> will like, I'll bold mm-hmm. the email. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as per my last email, I reply all to my last email and put them and then I'll bold that message. <laughs> Just to further clear up the point. Right. I said what I said. <laughs> or when people be like, you never sent me that. They like to play that game. I find the email. I, I was about to That was what I was going to say. And forward it back to them. So I say, as you can see, here you go. That's so what I was going to say. I'll say, looks like you maybe lost it. Here you go. That's so literally what answer was. The date that they did receive it. Mm-hmm. So you can't never say, I didn't give it to you. I have so many different ways to give it to people at work. And I do that at work and outside of work. And somebody be like, oh, you never sent me that. Oh, oh, I did. okay. Let me search for your name real quick. And I will forward them the email. And then I'll be like, here it is. As in, you could have searched at me email box just like I did <laughs> and found this. Well, just say you lost it. Sometimes my boss be like, I know you sent me this, but I lost the key. Yeah, I respect it. that more. Then I won't be petty and find the old one. I'll right. just resend it. But when you make a thing with me like, well, I didn't get it. You didn't send it. Oh, oh I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I keep my receipts. <laughs> and I'm also a person... This is for in-person stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't ever let nobody catch you in nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about anyone or anything, you always have to be prepared to repeat it. People like to put you in situations like, well, Shanae, you said, and I've got call that means. I said, absolutely. I said, da 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 And they look like, <laughs> like oh, I try, think she's going to try it. me. <laughs> I'm not that girl. If I said it to you, Mm-hmm. I'll say it to her and I will say it to him. Mm-hmm. I don't do I don't do secret conversations at work because you can't, you know, you got to watch your back. <laughs> so just always be prepared to repeat yourself. Mm-hmm. And another way to embarrass someone in a meeting <laughs> is to like, basically, if they're presenting some information, mm-hmm. let them go all the way through the presentation mm-hmm. and then like trip them up and ask about something at the beginning. <laughs> they're like... <laughs> Like, let them go all the way through. Uh, uh, and then they go, any questions? Be like, no, no, no. And then move on. Oh, you know what? <laughs> like, let them get really excited like it's done. Uh-huh. And then as soon as you move on to almost to the next item, be like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. It just popped up. What is da 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 It just throws them off. <laughs> it just makes them scattered a little bit. Oh, my God. I have so many. Oh, my God. I'm serious. <laughs> you got to know how to work with people. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta know how to play the game. I hate saying that, mm-hmm. but office politics are real. Well, see, I feel like in my office it's not as much like that. I feel like for the most part we're pretty relaxed. But the only one I have had to deal with was like forwarding the email to somebody. Be like, oh, you didn't do this, or you didn't send this, and like. Yes, I did do it. I've been done it. Blah, blah. Come come to my world (laughs) where it's not straightforward. And I work with sometimes it can be some individuals who, you know, and even in my past jobs, I've just always worked with some challenging individuals. Mm -hmm. And I think age, they will try to play you. Right. So you got to be firm. (laughs) And I love professional shade. I think it's better than regular shade. Because <laughs> you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. One last thing you can do. Okay. This is completely petty. And don't. And my friend did this. And it was funny. And she enjoyed it. And I laughed. And she <laughs> told me. Something I used to do in Sydney back in the day. Mm-hmm. So when someone's really getting on your nerves. And there's nothing you can do. Just to get a small laugh. I'm, and this is perfect for our topic. Because okay. it's like. Are you too grown? Yes. Are you too grown for petty games like this? Yes, I am. That's I actually on the list. Oh, okay. So I'll have to skip so, that. <laughs> if you work with someone who's super annoying mm-hmm. and have a wireless mouse. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> take the little, the USB thing and hide it. Oh my God. Do it for like a day or two. Uh, it will drive them insane. I used to do it in Sydney freshman year because she used to get on my nerves. <laughs> that was the only way I could get a laugh internally mm-hmm. and get my frustration out without truly harming her <laughs> or saying anything. So like she would be like, yo, where's my mouse? <laughs> or whoever, whichever one of y'all used to turn on my TV in the living room. Now I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do that. Because that used to blow me. I didn't do that. I moved the TV into our room. No, I didn't do that. I only did the mouse thing. <laughs> so what you do is, if you come in earlier before then, mm-hmm. take the little thingy and just hold on to it for a day. It'll drive them nuts that they can't find it. It's like, yo, yo, yo. Then, at the end of the day, if you leave after them or the next morning you come in, put it back but in another place where they'll naturally find it. So mm-hmm. then they think they're they crazy. overlooked it and they're crazy. The best laugh of your life. Super petty. Super immature. I know. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. My friend did. And she called me at work and we were cracking up because I could hear her in the background saying, where is my mouse? <laughs> See, but at my office, like, everyone's Amazon crazy, and they have Prime. They would order a new one. Legit, they would do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you don't do it too long where they would order. Right. You know, you do it for a day. I'm not saying do this for weeks at a time. <laughs> you do it literally for a day or a couple hours. Get a laugh. Put it back. And no harm, no foul. They can still do their work. You didn't physically harm them. Oh, my God. You got, you got under their skin a little bit. It's not... I'm so glad my mouse has a cord. <laughs> Mine's do too. But I'm just saying, small things like that, I'm not proud of it, but you get a laugh. Oh my God. So, like Shanae said, that kind of feeds into our topic, being too grown for stuff. So, she did kind of skip to one of the questions. And Shanae didn't see him, so she didn't even know. But one of the questions was, are you too grown to be petty? Never. <laughs> So you think there's never a time that we'll ever be too grown to be petty? I think there's levels to pettiness. Mm -hmm. And I think as you get older, be more mature petty. Like professional petty Mm -hmm. outside of the mouse thing. (laughs) Because that's just immature. Mm -hmm. But I think 
I, I, you know, I'm in, you can call me immature for saying that, but you're never too old. I just think it's the way you handle it. When I think, when I'm thinking of like professional petty, I, I agree because you know, especially like old women you or gotta, like you old people in the church, you gotta they be that kind of grandma petty where it's like they just get away with it because they old. <laughs> so I, I would agree with you on that one. So, um, are we too grown to listen to trap music? No, I don't think so either. I think that might be something that adults think, but like if it's but adults music- listen to it. First of all, we are adults. Oh yeah, you're first right. First of all, we're grown. Second of <laughs> all, adults older than us listen to it. Adults older than us make trap music. So that's true. I just that's true. That's true. Are we too grown to live at home? Well, I live at home. So <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Do you feel like you too grown to be at home? No. No, I have I don't no reasons either. for being home. <laughs> I feel like when I turn like, like maybe 30, I'll be like, all right. Even though at that point, I won't still be living at home. I mean, I'll be out before I'm 30. Right. My goal is next year. But I mean, I had a purpose. I was living at home for a purpose. Right. And even for people who aren't living at home, they just live at home and they don't have a reason to. Look, if that's what you want to do, whatever. Yeah. It really ain't nobody's business. That's true. That's true. Um, are we too grown to be on our parents' cell phone playing? I'm still on it. Me too. <laughs> so and I'm not getting off until I'm married to have my but, own family um, playing. I pay to my get bill. Away. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. So it's like, what does it matter if you pay your bill? I don't. I don't think it should matter. I think it's more weird if you don't pay your bill. Right. I agree. Um, so I don't know. Are we too grown for group me? You know, y'all know how I feel about group me. <laughs> If you use GroupMe for the way they originally intended mm-hmm. to do group chats with the people you actually really know, mm-hmm. fine. As for the larger group chats, at a certain age, I do think you need to phase out. Because at a certain age, I think it's weird to be asking, what's the move? That's all I'm saying. So what age do you think it is? You know, I don't know. Because personally, I know people who I think are too old that are in group chats. <laughs> so I'm going to just keep it like that. Mm-hmm. But I think at a certain point in life, if you and your friends can't figure it out and you can't search online to figure out something to do, stop asking what's the move. So then it's just like the group meets with strangers. but like the group I think meet- so. Group meets with your cousins, your, your parents, your, your family, your yeah. friends. That's, that's just that's nothing because if you don't use group meet, they have group text on Android, iMessage. That's not, I'm saying those big group meets. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, I would think at a certain age, why would you want to be in it at a certain point mm-hmm. would be my thought. I feel like that age may be like, like 45. I don't know. Wow. That's way <laughs> too old. That's way too old. You shouldn't be 40 and agree with talking about what's the move. But Get I mean, life. you don't have to say what's the move. Just You shouldn't be in these max 200, 300 uh, group meets at 40. I don't care. I'm sorry. 40, no. 40, no. Get up. Get. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Meet some people, make a subgroup, and get out of the big group because that is ridiculous. 40 years old in one of them chats. That's like a 40-year-old still coming to young professional shit. You're not <laughs> young. I hate that professional groups be like 25 to 45. Um, you're not young. You should actually be pre-seasoned with working at 45 years old. Okay? No. Okay. No. Um, are we too grown to go out every weekend? I mean, I think that's really, I just think that's, 
I think if you're growing, you do what you want. Mm-hmm. I was about to. That's what my I was gonna say is the point of being growing so that you can go out every so, weekend if you want to. Um, do I think at a certain age one could get tired of it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. But then it's like that's like perspective. I do think in preference. Maybe you just have to switch up your location because I don't care what nobody say. A 40-year-old man in the club where the 21, 25-year-olds at, that's whack. Mm-hmm. Go to a lounge where there's people your age. If you right. want to go out, you need to change up your location for the age that's appropriate. I will say that. I don't think it's cute mm-hmm. to be like the old dude in the club <laughs> with the 21-year-olds. Yeah, I was about to say, we even felt like that by the time we was seniors in undergrad. We was like, all right, we don't feel like going to these parties with freshmen. <laughs> and that it was, was only like, nah. <laughs> Right. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, are we too grown to let our accounts go in overdraft? Yes. <laughs> you do think so? Yes. I think. You're 25. I'm 25. And at 25, you should know how much money is in your freaking account. Mm. You need to know what you're swiping when you're swiping. Whether you have a high paying job or a low paying job. Mm-hmm. You know how much money is in your account. <laughs> we got apps now. We got <laughs> reminders now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes cars won't let you swipe after a certain amount. There's so many ways to avoid you going to overdraft. Mm-hmm. Unless you get like some identity theft. <laughs> We're too grown for that. Okay. Absolutely. I don't think so. Because I mean sometimes it happens. Like for my checking account. I only keep $100 in checking. I keep all the rest in the savings. Okay so. But you know that. So why would you keep swiping if you know you spent. Because I might not have realized how much was in there. Because I, I, I don't check it. That's foolish to me. And at 25 years old. You should know how much money's in your account when you swiping. Okay. I went in overdraft once. I feel like one lesson. You should know better <laughs> after that. Okay. Are we too grown to dye our hairs bright? Our hair bright colors. I mean, it depends on your profession, honestly. Mm-hmm. So no. I mean, do I think it's cute to be like forty-five with hot pink hair? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay. So are we too grown for it? I'm twenty-five. No. I agree. Are we too old for anything on this list? Probably eighty percent no. <laughs> Talk to me in twenty years. I'll be like yes. <laughs> Okay. I don't think we are. I mean, I just had purple hair, so I can't really talk much. So, no, I don't think we're too grown for um, bright colored hair. Are we too grown to go out of town for spring break? We're not in college. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) And if you're planning your vacation around when people go on spring break, Mm -hmm. And your friends aren't in college with you. Because it's one thing if you graduated early and mm-hmm. your friends are in spring break and y'all do a trip. But if all y'all have graduated mm-hmm. and you're specifically going on a trip in a time where you know spring break is out. I think that's odd. <laughs> Personally, I would avoid spring break. I was about to say that. I, I don't even want to be around them. I think we are too grown for that because that's the time I do avoid it. Because I, I want to be around the them. point of wanting to go somewhere when everybody's there. It's like... I'll pass. I don't even <laughs> because it's just too much. So no, and I we never actually went on like an official spring break trip. No, we didn't. So we were but we good. We just lost that moment. Um, are we too grown for hangovers? I mean, that's depending on your body. I don't really get hangovers, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I've gotten maybe two in my life. Well, I'm gonna say no because I be getting hangovers. I don't typically and, get hangover. I mean, it's a hangover. Um, are we too grown to just get fingered? I mean, people like to be fingered. I don't know what to tell you. I, 
That was odd. So that comes from Insecure when she was getting fingered under the table. Do you think we're too grown to be in a situation like that? To get, you know, very packed restaurant. Mm-hmm. Your friend right next to you. <laughs> you know, I can't say much because I've been there, done that. <laughs> but I was like seven. Right, because I was about to say, would you do it again? No. I wouldn't like sit there and have someone finger me at the diner and you sit next to me. So then you think we're too grown for it? Not fingering. But just fingering like in public. You would ask that. <laughs> okay, but I'm, I told you the background of the question. So just for fingering, no. But for being like in a situation like that, yes. Where someone's sitting right next to you? Yes. I mean, that's a that's preference. Okay. That's a preference question. I, for me, no, don't finger me when I'm eating chicken <laughs> fingers. But I've never been fingered in a restaurant. So okay. there you go. Okay. Are we too grown to ask our parents for money? Um, I don't know. It kind of depends on what's going on in your life. This is an emergency. You need help. Mm-hmm. I don't ask my parents for money, but I'm also, I'll never refuse it. <laughs> I don't care how old I am. I'll never refuse money. Okay. Except for my grandmother. <laughs> I will not take her money. Okay. But anybody else, thanks. <laughs> okay. I don't ask my parents for money either, but I wouldn't say I'm too grown for it. Cause I mean, if I needed help with something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if someone wants to give me money, I'm not going to tell them no. Right. I don't care how old I am. <laughs> um, are we too grown for braces? I mean, that's weird. Where did you <laughs> get this one from? I made all, all of them up. <laughs> if you need them, you need them. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Cause some people be like, "You're too grown to get braces. Just get Invisalign." There's a price difference. You don't know that bank account, right? But is Invisalign more expensive? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, I don't think we're too grown to get braces. It's just braces. Fix your teeth. <laughs> now, I think if you like have all the different colors that we used to get, bit much. <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> Um, are we too grown to go to homecoming? I mean, no, they're like 50. I would say this. <laughs> I think, do you need to go every year after year after year after year? I think that's like, wouldn't it just get boring more? Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that's what you want to do, do it. You know, mm-hmm. I, people, people I know be at the school, but now they don't even go to the school. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Or never went to the school, but. So. <laughs> Um, are we too grown to go back to grad school? That was a dumb one. That wasn't a good one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you never to go too old to too grown to get further education. I agree. Are we too grown for one night stands or random hookups? Wrong, you're asking the wrong person. You know that. <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to say. Um, I don't think we're too grown for it, but I think we're too grown to not be acting on what you want. So, like, if you want to be in a relationship, then you don't need to be having one-night stands. And it's, like, it's past time to be making those kinds of mistakes. You know what I mean? This made me think of Insecure, and I want to talk about that. Okay. So, Insecure, we'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about that after we finish. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Are we too grown to have a roommate? Um, here's the thing I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I do think at a certain age... Um, I know, like, for example, if I'm dating someone mm-hmm. and if he's 25 and have a roommate, not an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's 30 with a roommate, 
I'm intrigued for how long this is going to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 plus? No. <laughs> okay. Not interested. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think we're too grown to have roommates. I mean, we're only 25. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with us having roommates. Um, are we too grown for sex in public? No. I agree. I mean, you could do that as long as you want. Uh, just be cautious of your surroundings so you don't get locked up. Um, are we too grown to buy cheap liquor like Four Local, Parmesan, 40s, or Burnett's? First of all, now your questions are just like getting stale for me. <laughs> if, I, if I like it, I like it. <laughs> I don't drink any of that, but if I want to drink it, I want to drink it. Okay. So, like, you don't think that people need to just step their game up? They'd be like, you could just drink whatever you want. It's your money and your alcohol. You want to drink Hennessy? Cool. You want to drink that? Cool. Cognac, whatever. Drink what you want to drink. You buying it for me? <laughs> like what? No, nah, remember that time we had Burnett's? That was death. I'm never doing that again. I don't think it's bad. You just got to mix it right. <laughs> Are we too grown not to have a 401k? Well, I'd like to say Sure. However, financial planning is very important to me. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has the same importance, and not everyone has had the opportunity to have a job or have the resources to set that up. So right. I'm not, I don't want to shade people who don't have it, but I think it's very important. So if you don't have it, you need to look into it. Right. Um, I actually just set mine up this year, but because I realized, all right, it's time to you know get this ball on the road, and I'm in a job that I want to stay for a little bit. Um, longer, so it's like, all right, let me set this up. So, cause like my last job, I didn't plan on staying long, so I'm like, I'm just gonna have to switch it and blah blah. It's gonna be too much. So I did. It's not that bad of a process. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you switch it. Well, yeah, and then like this job, you had to wait six months for you to be there. So I got really? it. Really? Mm-hmm, you couldn't. Yeah. That's interesting. For to get the matching part of it. Oh. Okay. So I set mine up when I got to my six months, um, and have mine now. And I think it's a part of being financially responsible. Now, everybody isn't in the financial space where they can go with that couple of dollars missing from their check every month. Right. For me, I don't even realize how much is gone. But it depends on how much flexibility you have in your paycheck. So my thing is, if you have some disposable income, then yeah, you too grown not to have one. That's my thoughts. Um, Are we too grown to have bad grammar? I mean, because I have bad grammar, so I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm also a terrible speller, so um, I'm going to say no, because mm-hmm. that's me. Mm-hmm. That's why you have spell check and grammar check, so <laughs> booyah. Um, are we too grown to sleep five deep in a hotel room? Absolutely. <laughs> Philly was just talking about this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Shanae, this is Shanae's opinion. Mm-hmm. Do not invite me on no trip. <laughs> and I'd be like, all right, so like, what's the... Because the thing is, sometimes people get offended when you ask like where we stand, what's the thing. If you invite Shanae on a trip, I want to know where we're staying. Mm-hmm. I want to know the accommodations, mm-hmm. who's rooming with who. <laughs> and if you can't tell me that, I ain't interested. <laughs> because I have my certain tastes. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I'm not going to go in a situation where I don't like it. And then I'll like bring everybody else down because I'm annoyed. Yeah. I know myself. Right. 
So when it's like, oh, we're just going to get a suite. What type of suite? How many beds? Because what we're not going to do, I'm not about to pay uh, all this money mm-hmm. to be uh, taking straws to figure out who gets the bed and who gets the couch. <laughs> I've had enough. Right. And for people who take their trips and... <laughs> She had to pause, y'all. She had to, she had to take a moment. She's I really passionate about this. No, I'm gonna just say this: <laughs> individuals who. I'm just. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, individuals who like stunt when they take trips, mm-hmm. and in the background, it's like they be like ten deep in a room, mm-hmm. nothing to stunt over. Okay, that's true. I'm not paying all that money mm-hmm. to not have no space, to not have right. no bed. Like, I just, I'm not going to do that. Right. To me, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Just how, like, traveling, you travel a place, still don't have no money to do nothing. What's yeah. the point? Yeah, that's annoying. I, I, that's not how I like to travel. Right. That's why I do mine in advance, and mm-hmm. I plan, and I have more than enough spending money, because when I travel, I like to do whatever I want, eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want. Right. But that's just me. I think at a certain point, Sometimes we can't go on every trip. Right. Yeah. There's plenty of trips I've had to say no to. Same You here. can't do everything all the time. Yeah. And I'd rather say no and have some great trips than have more trips where I'm like in a room with seven other people. Yeah. I just, I don't see the appeal. I agree. Like, the most I'll do is share a bed with one other person. But right. half the time, I don't even be wanting to do that. Because sometimes, yeah, I want to. if I'm really on vacation, unless I'm sharing a bed with my man, I, I want to spread out. <laughs> right. I feel you. I feel you. So, it's like, I'll do that. But, but I don't want to. That, that's, that's the true. limit. I really don't really even want to do that. Especially but I'll depending that. on how many days it is. If it's two days, cool. If it's five, mm-mm, uh-uh, I, can't. I want my own bed. <laughs> I just I'll can't. share a room with someone for yeah. five days, but yeah. I want my own bed. Yeah. You need your own space. Yeah. Um, are we too grown not to read the news or follow politics? Um, you know, I think there should be a certain level that you should want to have some understanding about mm-hmm. what's going on in your community and in the world. Mm-hmm. But I also know, like, for me, I have to take a step back. It's too much. It's overwhelming. I do like to know what's going on. Yeah. But I can't sit up here and say I'm reading the news all day, every day. Right. I'm not. Right. But you're still informed. But I like to be informed right. and to have an understanding of what's <laughs> going on in my community and in the world. And right. I think it's just, I don't think it's hurtful to read every now and then. I agree, especially when, because we're at the age where we're voting, we're making, like, actual decisions and stuff, so it's like, I think it's irresponsible to do all that and not be informed um, with whatever decisions that you're making. So, I would agree. Um, Are we too grown not to give head? That's really bizarre, Sydney. So, a lot of people say, a lot of guys say if a woman says that they won't give him head, that, like, she's childish. I just say she don't like it. I don't know why that's not childish. Okay. I don't know why this phrase is childish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are we too grown not to know how to do our own taxes? Well, I'm a tax lady, so <laughs> shame me if you want. She's awesome. Right. I pay her to do my taxes, mm-hmm. and I will continue to do so. Okay. I pay someone to do my taxes, too, and I never actually plan to learn how to do my Me either. I'm going to pay her until I... <laughs> I'm going to just keep paying her. She does a great job. Keeps me well informed. Right. She's popping. There you go. <laughs> Are we too grown to watch reality TV? Never. 
Think of people who's on reality TV. People they on reality grown. TV don't have to be my mother. So <laughs> right? No, no I am not. <laughs> Are we too grown to play video games? Nope, because I enjoy it. <laughs> I've never been good at video games. But... I love video games. I've always been. That's why I feel like I'm so perfect for guys who like video games. Mm-hmm. I'm not the girl who be like, why are you always playing that game? I'm the girl who's like, I want to play too. Like, right. I I'm am so like cool. I'll tell because I never actually was good at them. So I'll be like, can you teach me how to play? I'm and so I'll try good. to figure it out. And so, yeah. Like, my cousin would be upset because I would be him in Mortal Kombat and mm-hmm. I've only played it like twice. <laughs> You're like, how'd you do that? <laughs> Don't underestimate <laughs> me. Okay? I like Call of Duty. I do like Call and of I Duty. And I do like Call of but Duty. But I have bad hand-eye coordination, so like, I'd be running and looking at the sky. And I'm pretty good. I haven't played in a while, but I was good at it when I did. Are we too grown not to have a passport? I mean, I think that... I think it's great to have. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you're too grown. It's your environment, how you was raised, your financial ability. Yeah. That's all a factor. I can't say you need to have one. Right. Are we too grown not to have our own cars? I mean, some people can't afford it. I mean, you know, like some of these are just like, you know, I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. I can, I've, before I bought my first car, mm-hmm. my mother bought cars for me. Everyone don't have that luxury where your parents can get you a car. That's true. So, like, I can already say I was I was a privileged teen. I can say that. So, I can't say whether or not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Are we too grown not to have a job? It depends on your worth. I mean, if you trust fun kid, no. <laughs> no, right. I'm just if you saying, got the money where you, you don't got have money to, to do your lifestyle, then go by, by all means. I think if you don't have anything, you should. I think working for yourself, even if you don't make a lot of money, I just think it's good just to <laughs> work for something on your own. I agree. Personally, I mean, I've been working since I've been 16. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't even have to get a job. I wanted a job. I wanted my own money. Mm-hmm. But that's just who I am. I, I mean, I don't know. Right. Okay. That was our last question for our YouTube Grown For. If y'all have any more questions y'all want to ask us, y'all could throw them in the comment section and we'll try to answer them all. Next who have one? Are we too grown for subtweets, sub messages, all of that? Yes. You think so? Yeah, like just tell them directly. Don't try to be low key and direct about stuff. Just be direct. But you do that sometimes. No, not I haven't done that in a long time. If I had, if I have a problem with somebody, most times I'll like I might ask friends for advice, but then I'll usually be like, all right, yeah. So we just joked about you passively aggressing, shading somebody. About something. I'm not, I can't. Yeah, but I haven't actually done that to him in a while. Okay. And then I said I was going to bring it up last, the later ex- this week. First of all, by the way, I'm excited what she does. Just saying. <laughs> but um, she does great at that. But that was all. <laughs> Cindy does some amazing. I see. I don't even realize that I do it's that. It's super passive aggressive. And I'm not really good with passive aggressive because I'm just too direct. I never noticed that I was passive aggressive. For some passive aggressive shade. It's like, ha <laughs> ha! I gotta start paying and attention. And I feel like if you don't pay attention, and that's why it's good because, you know, I'm a shade. I'm not gonna say I'm a master, but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not really on that level, you, you can let her comments pass and you'd be like, oh, okay. But a shade, a person who get that, be like, oop. 
You should just shame me. Out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start paying attention to what I'm saying because I didn't I'll know I was just good at it. I'll call you out on it. I'll be like, mm, okay, that was shady. So you know when you. <laughs> All right, thank shady. you. Let me know so I so, can stop. I want to talk about insecure though. Yes, I, I was a little irritated by last episode. So two things happened that we predicted. They both slept with the people that we thought they was going to sleep right. with. Molly slept with Dro and Issa slept with Daniel. I'm going to start with Molly because she really irritated me. She irritated me because of a couple of things that she Molly did. Molly irritated me for a few things. Hurt people hurt people. Stop messing with Lionel. Alright? <laughs> yeah, leave him alone. alone. If you're not interested, leave him alone. He's just like a nice guy, wants to settle down, got a job, he's attractive, got his stuff together. Leave him alone, Molly, you messy. You need to go back to your therapist. <laughs> leave him alone. And you this... to bring him to a family event mm-hmm. and then practically ignore him the whole night. It's just rude. You got his job wrong. I mean, it was just right. blatant disrespect. Lionel, have a backbone, brother. <laughs> and I've never on. understood why people, like, they go to so many lengths not to go to, like, family events by themselves. I'm like, I would rather go by myself than take somebody I don't give a crap about. No, because That's so, so they, weird they can to me. follow up and keep asking about this person. I'd rather That's go so alone. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to create this thing where it's like people are like, Oh, what happened to so and so? Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that so weird thing. to me. My second thought was, how old are they? I feel like late twenties or early thirties is what they're okay, supposed to so be. Okay, so I'm gonna be honest. At that age, I think what I felt she was too grown for was to really idolize her parents' marriage that way, and, and think never that it was and perfect. never thought that. Now I get cheating is extreme, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily think that. But to think it was bliss <laughs> for thirty five years right. is crazy to me. Like right. my grandparents, they were married for fifty plus years. I know for a fact it wasn't all roses. Yeah, and I, but I just thought that whatever they've been through, they persevered and they love each other, and that's beautiful. Right. And so while I understand her hurt, mm-hmm. and she had every right to be like, seriously, Dad, like I get it. Her reaction to me was too much. I thought it was overreacting. It was. She I was, was like, girl, she was super childish. Act like somebody said Santa and, died. D- Exactly, and the re- like, she the way that she acted, she needed to get her mouth popped like a child because it's like, why are you having a tantrum so right now? So I can now? understand why you be like, Dad, for real? Yeah, and because my whole thought was, I would be irritated, and I probably would say something to my parents, mm-hmm. but certainly not this is BS. Huh? No one's playful. no one like yelling in the middle part. Like, are you serious? Ruining their freaking you know what renewal because I mean? obviously they still love and each other. Obviously other they still was, together. When she said it, and she's like, "Mom, you know the mother's like, you know it was a mistake. We already get past it." She trying to like buck up on her mother. Yeah, what are you doing? She need to. I get her was mouth so out. irritated, and I just was like, "Find yourself a therapist because you you need to 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 keep helping it out." Yeah, and I feel like once again, I've said this before. I say it again. You can't bang away. Her feelings. Because mm-hmm. that's the only reason she slept with Joe. <laughs> Did yeah. I think it was going to happen? I would prefer to happen on... She was just like, you know what? I'm attracted to you. I want to do it. Right. Not I don't think it was going to happen under those conditions. my father failed me. And now I don't have any confidence in men. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to sleep with the open married guy. Because that's what that was. Yeah. I'm so hurt. Yeah. The one man in my life mm-hmm. that I had faith in. The person I idolized. The marriage I wanted to be. 
and that crumbled for her. Mm-hmm. And so then her feelings was hurt. She's like, well, I'm going to make myself feel better yeah. temporarily. Because let's be clear. When this is over, you're still upset that your father cheated on your mother. Okay? Right. Right. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did think they was going to sleep together. But I did not think it was going to be under these um, circumstances. I thought so she was going to, like, think about it. And then, and just you know. say, I want to do it. Right. I would prefer that than this, like, sob F. And you know what, Joe? You're annoying. Because to me, mm-hmm. knowing her for so long and seeing her that and upset. And being her legit and being friend. her friend. Knowing her since she was a he kid. And the parents. He should have been like, you know what, Molly? You know how I feel about you and I don't want to. But not not tonight. Not under these circumstances. Yeah. After the way she stormed off and you had to drive her home. Like, and left blind. You know what I mean? <laughs> left the day, I'm saying. And you still wanted to bang her after that? Right. Why not be like, you know what? You know how I feel. You know I want to. But you're upset. Not mm-hmm. like this. Right. So you get shade <laughs> too. Even though he's fine <laughs> as I don't know what. Totally my type. Mm-hmm. Totes. <laughs> I like him tall. I like him slim. And typically I like him light. So you know what? <laughs> That's, I really do. I didn't think I had a type. But like I'll. Girl we knew you had a type. I, don't, I didn't think I did. But like I'd be like oh he's cute. Every guy I think he's cute is like tall, slim, mm-hmm. and light skin. Yep. Or brown sometimes. Or brown sometimes. Yeah. But that right. light brown, like right, right. It's like that caramel frappe. It's right. a little bit on a borderline. That's truly what I think is physically though. And don't get me wrong, I do find dark skinned men attractive. Yeah, that, but yeah. like what I tend to zone in on is that it is what it is. But he then, then he what? could bang me like that. Call me, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Then with Issa, jeez. Okay, so the way the episode started, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa hold up. They I know you just... skipped time. We didn't, you didn't really see them. You didn't see the effort of them reconnecting. They were right. just like connected. Right. And so my other thought was. It seemed mad couple <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that casual. <laughs> then my other thought was, while I can somewhat praise Issa because she is trying to be honest with him, mm-hmm. Daniel's still going to end up hurt. Oh, yeah. Daniel's going to get hurt. So, but I feel like he needs to walk away, but he's not. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes in those situations, you like to have whatever you can have. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. You want you don't want to have nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you accept this. Right. And so, he going to end up getting his feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. I also am tired of Issa's hotation. To me, it's not genuine. It's mm-hmm. not. I feel like maybe if I felt like it was more believable. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's like Lauren. Just effing away her feelings. Right. I just like. It's not believable. So I don't ba- think there's nothing wrong with. You know, you want to sleep around. You yeah. know, y'all know how I feel. But if you want to sleep around, sleep around. But not when I feel like you're sleeping around trying to like cover up other stuff. Right. Figure that out. Right. So back to Daniel just for one second. So last week we talked about how we took the quiz. I got Daniel. You got Easton. I was like, I don't think I'm Daniel though. So what I realized after this episode is that I think I had a negative perception of Daniel when in real life Daniel hasn't done anything wrong. No, he just engaged with her when she was in a relationship. Right. But, but he did. He was always a nice guy. Right. And he's a bit of a hopeless romantic like. He really does genuinely care about Issa, which is why he's going to end up hurt. Um, and so that's why I'm like, oh, well, I think maybe I was too hard on Daniel before now. And I think it was just because I was team Issa Lawrence that it's like Daniel was ruining that. It was but like, in reality, Daniel, he didn't do nothing wrong. So it's like a lot of people don't like him and they like he cheated. I'm like, actually, Daniel 
isn't a cheater. He did. He's single. Like he never did anything wrong. And so it, it kind of gave me a new perception of Daniel. And I'm not as upset that I got Daniel in the quiz now. But also, um, Issa went on another date with this older gentleman, and she was trying to hook up with him that night. But he wasn't really leaning towards that. He wanted a second date. And so, I don't... Their date was awkward to me. I don't think it was awkward. Well, I felt like it was awkward in a way they connected. Mm -hmm. Because it was they both were kind of awkward. Because they were both like (laughs) warming up to it. Yeah. But I feel like by the end, they connected. I mean, where is that really going to go? Nowhere. Nowhere. So, that's (laughs) what I'm like, nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. And I don't... Even want to see a sex scene with them too. But I think they I'll do pass. though. I I'll think they do go to bed. Pass. In the preview, it looked like they were like at least making out. Yeah. So I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't Why? find him attractive. Why? I don't I think he's attractive. attractive. He I'm can, good. you know, make my taco. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? That was wrong because. <laughs> make my taco? I don't know his. <laughs> I don't know his nationality. No, he is Latino. I know, but tacos. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. There's many different mm-hmm. Latinos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hispanics. You know, I don't. Yeah. And they get particular. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know. Right. Basically, <laughs> whatever his origin is and whatever cultural food goes with that, he can make that. How about that? I'm going to be politically correct. I thought he was attractive. I didn't. Um, so we'll see what happens with them next episode, but like, I, even when the moment that Issa's stupid self crashed her car because she was receiving a dick pic while driving, um... There's not that deep. That's what I'm saying. Now you're going too far. Messing up your car. <laughs> right. Trying to be on Tinder. Because it looks total. <laughs> like, Gosh, darn it. Look at Tinder when your car is parked. It's not that deep. Um, grief. and then Daniel comes and he gives her like this warm hug and... She picks the worst time to say something. But stuff. you know what? I'd rather her just say it. Because my thing is, she could be like a Lawrence mm-hmm. with the whole Tasha and not let it go and on longer and longer. Yeah. And then it's too much. She did try to be honest. That's why I can give her credit. At this point, whatever happens is not really on Issa at this point. Mm-hmm. She said... She keeps she she does keep warning it. him. Like, yeah. This is what it is. So yeah. at this point to me, if he does get hurt, it's kind of on him. I agree. You know, because the thing, because I was listening to Insecurity. Yes. And they go into so much detail about the show. Yeah, I look at people like, like they watching it while they talking. Dog, I was like, I didn't even catch that. What, what, what? <laughs> um, and they mentioned how, like, even though something Tasha said in the in a past episode, like, even though you said it, your actions didn't. Mm-hmm. While you can say that, but he said it. Mm-hmm. And to me, Yes, action speaks louder than words, mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. But when someone said it, it's for you to determine can you handle it. Right. Because if he said this is just casual for me, what's casual for him? Maybe him cuddling up to you and eating food. You, it's still casual mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. That's what I'm like for stuff like that. Sometimes you really need to just take what they say and be like, "This is what you said," or "I can't handle this anymore. I don't do this no more." Yeah, I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword because I I see what you're saying where it's like, she said it so you need to listen and you need to take it at face value. However, I think her actions not a lot of her words doesn't make it easier for him to stand on 
listening to what she said. But he can walk away. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but that's what I'm saying. He's taking what he can have of her instead of just being like, no. Right. If I can't have you in this way, I don't want you. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I think. But everybody's not strong enough to do that. Everybody's and I'm not, not sure if enough. he is. And that's, I just feel like that's what leads to more hurt feelings. Because yeah. like, sometimes stuff happens like that. You look back and you're like, well, you know what? They did say, duh. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about Insecure was like the whole Frida Issa thing. Yes. So this is my thought. Mm-hmm. I'm irritated at Frida for one thing. You're so upset about this. Mm-hmm. But you're not doing anything about it. You're putting it all on Issa. <coughs> and that's why I'm getting annoyed. That's true. Should Issa acknowledge it too? Sure she should, right? right? But I can understand her perspective of, we got it working. I just want to see if we can get it moving. Mm-hmm. I just want to try to be impactful. I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get her thinking. A lot is going on. She's like, I just want this to work out, right? Right. But for free, if you be sucking around and your passive aggressive remarks and all this, you know, watching the 13th and tweeting. And I just was like, you know what? I've had enough. Because if you really felt that passionate about it, go to Mr. Gaines and say something. Mm-hmm. If you really felt that passionate about it, write it in your notes and tell your boss. So you know what? I feel really passionate about the fact that this school is 87% Latino and we have no Latino students. And it seems like the administration there mm-hmm. has some bias or prejudice towards it. Bring it to our attention. Now, if the boss don't want to do nothing about it, you know, that's a bigger issue. All right. But I'm like, why are you putting all this on Issa? Is mm-hmm. it wrong for her to not speak up? Sure. Because right. I get what Frida is saying. However, it's like, you going to sit there and just be mad and not do anything either? You're right. just as guilty. Right. I agree with that because I was going to say when, like, Frida called Issa out, I think most of what she said was right. But Frida's not necessarily taking any actions either. So you just as so, guilty. Shush. Right. But Issa does keep telling Frida, like, yo, chill, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. But you know what? If you feel that passionately about you it would to the do point anyway. where you're not even trying to be social with Issa anymore, mm-hmm. that's how upset you are. Right. You would do what you feel is morally best. Right. And that is bringing it to the attention to your boss mm-hmm. and seeing her insight on it. Right. So mm-hmm. cut the crap. You either form and you really want to fix this mm-hmm. or shut up and keep it moving because my whole thing is if you're gonna say nothing stop complaining i mean good <laughs> grief i've had enough also with molly and her kind of job situation since we jumped into isa's do you think molly is going to want to move or because like you know she saw the check that was bigger than hers so now she's just trying to figure out what she can do to kind of push herself for forward in her career. I think she's going about this all wrong. Mm-hmm. And she should know, like, unfortunately, there are differences between women and men. And then on top of that, black women and white men. Right. So for her to be like, well, let me do extra work. My thought is, for such a smart person, I can't believe you think that is going to work. Mm-hmm. You already know that this guy is lazy and this is what you pay. Why are you thinking you... You already do more work than him. Doing extra work will somehow make a difference. Well, that's why I think she was considering like moving or doing more work in Chicago. But you're still under that brand. Mm-hmm. So if you really first, and the other thing is, like the white guy said, a closed mouth don't get fed. You feel bossed up, get your stuff in order, mm-hmm. make some calls, get some jobs and thing, you know, moving. And go to him and say, you know, by an accident. Right. I did find out that there's an extreme pay gap between myself and fellow team members mm-hmm. where we do the same job. Right. Is there a specific reason? 
how do I get on that track? Because my thing is, is like, you're jumping through hoops, and the boss don't even notice you or pay <coughs> attention to you. Right. My whole thing with job politics, and we talked about this a little bit, but on the, on the, in politics in the sense of trying to get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. If it's not beneficial to you, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. If your thought is, I'm going to work harder to get their attention, you're not getting their attention. Mm-hmm. You're not. Okay. Not this office. Mm-hmm. You need to rethink the plan. If you want to go to Chicago, make moves to go to the Chicago office. Don't waste your time doing all this and work for Chicago so that the people in L.A. can notice you and maybe give you the pay bump to get to his level. Right. I think you need to be... I don't really feel like that's productive. Mm-hmm. If you're interested... Which I feel like no, because what would that do with the show? It's kind of weird. Right, I was thinking that too. That's um, why I'm like, I mean, she's not going to make her go back and forth. But what's what's the benefit of you going back and forth right. when they still don't acknowledge you here? Right. I would bring it to their attention. Be prepared to hear a, this is what it is. I feel like in situations where you start playing the money talk with, with your job, mm-hmm. you got to be prepared for them to be like, nah. Mm-hmm. And that means, is it a nah, I shut up and go back and do my job? Or is it a you telling me no and I'm ready to move forward? Right. That's the decision you need to make. Until she's ready to make that decision, her doing extra work in Chicago really ain't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Not to me. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll see how it turns out for her. But like... I, I'm not, I don't think she will move to Chicago because the show is only in its second season. And they got renewed for a third. Yeah, so it's and like, that, that's weird. But I just think, girl, see how you can get more money if you can't do sit out, mm-hmm. peace out, and yeah. find a job where you feel like there's more, you know, equal pay. My other mm-hmm. thing is, um, and just a side note, the best time to ask for money mm-hmm. at a job is when... There's a lot of change, and like if you leave, if you were to leave, it would screw them up. Right. Kind of put them over a barrel. Just, just my tip. Like, <laughs> this doesn't always happen, but sometimes good opportunity happen where like someone's out, someone leaves, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you kind of manage it a lot. That's the time to take your leverage mm-hmm. and be like, look, because they kind of have no choice. Mm-hmm. Just another tip. Mm-hmm. Have good leverage when you do that money talk. And they don't expect you to do the money talk. Have your facts, your <laughs> rap sheet, all the things you have done and contributed. Mm-hmm. Get the statistics on what you should be paid with with industry knowledge. Because they, they love to be like, well, industry, actually, industry says. They love to <laughs> throw stats at you. Mm-hmm. Have them when you throw it back. I, t- I tell you, I have so many job, <laughs> office, like, advice. Mm-hmm. Seriously, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be a mogul. <laughs> Business minded. <laughs> well, thank you guys as always for listening. Sorry if y'all heard me sniffling. I'm a little under the weather, so my bad. Um, but as always, we post our questions during the week. We post our blog post during the week. So keep up to date with us on our Instagram, Good Girls Behaving Badly, and on our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. And we're recording early this week, right? So, FYI, for the, if you answer the question, you'd be like, you didn't read our answer, mm-hmm. when you finally hear this, right. know this because we probably didn't see it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just want to put that out there. Yes. We don't ignore We're nobody. recording us slightly early. Our, our schedule's a little shifted this week. Yes, but we wanted to make sure that we still brought y'all an episode, so just a slight off schedule, but y'all hopefully won't even notice. Um, so, as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.